to another Biscari cast. My name is Rod Van Blake, author of the Ancient Illumination series and the Umbani Chronicles. And we are joined once again. We have Andrea Rose Washington back. Hi! She is the author of Adlithia, uh, excuse me, Alendo and Almond Trees Magic. And she's working on a few sequels, I think, right now. Mm-hmm. And we are also joined by Jocelyn Short. Yo. She's a concept artist and illustrator, and she is the creator of Bears. We're waiting for that to release. And we're also joined by Jordan Pinnell Jackson. Hey, everybody. He's the creator of Eve of Insurrection, Eve of Reformation, uh, Grown in the Garden, and he also is the illustrator on the Ancient Illumination uh, graphic novels, as well as the Bonnie Chronicles uh, comic series. And we are here today. Now we got the whole crew back together to talk about Monarch. Legacy of Monsters. Uh, today we are discussing episode five. So if you have not watched at least that far, uh, spoiler alert, uh, go watch them uh, five episodes and then come back to us. Uh, it's streaming right now on Apple TV and it's called The Way Out. Um, so I'm just going to give my little breakdown and then we'll discuss. Uh, we start here in 2015 again. Uh, the gang has been caught and they're at a compound in the Monarch Command Center and some post in Alaska. Everyone is fake putting up a strong front. <laughs> uh, looks like May's cover may be blown. What, what did you guys think as they're sitting in these little fake-ass jail cells, basically, with the cameras on them? I was confused at first. I was like, did I miss an episode? Um, <laughs> I was like, why are we in jail? I thought... <laughs> and they kind of did a weird jump cut on it. They like saw them and like pulled up on them with yeah. a helicopter and boom, in, in jail. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you have the right to have me locked up? Excuse me. Like, what? If you don't exist, you can't do this. If you don't exist, you must acquit. Let me go. <laughs> well, in their mind, they're probably like, well, nobody knows you here officially. So this this site probably doesn't exist officially. That's true. So if nobody hears from you, they're not going to know where to look. Um, uh, it seemed like they're threatening to go and find May's sister, the uh, agent. Uh, which this has a, a lot of ties, this episode, to the 2014 uh, Godzilla film. Uh, like a lot, a lot. And, and, and a big callback to it. Uh, the kids basically know nothing still. Mm-hmm. Um, May seems to be their weak point of the group. I think that's the button they're going to push when the people are discussing things. I'm kind of jumping around here. Uh, t- Tim wants to recruit them. <laughs> And until the director is like, well, you tried to kidnap them. He's like, mistakes were made. <laughs> what were you about to say, Andrea? So many mistakes. No, no, one's good at, no one is good at their job. No one is. Yeah. Like, Everyone, who's effectively running this department? They're not good at stopping monsters. No. <laughs> or capturing them. Well, they can't really stop the monster. That's the other thing. Like, they can't. Uh, they keep Shaw, and and they decide they're going to put the kids, they're going to let them go on a long leash and basically trail them. And how they don't know they're being trailed, I don't know. They give you your phone. They give you phones. They give you new passports and some money and a plane ticket. And just, oh, you're free to go now. Knowing damn well they're going to get tailed the whole time. And that's something that, it's funny that you bring it up, because I feel like May 
of all characters would be the one to be a little apprehensive of that. True, but she has, realistically, she has nowhere to go. Well, she tried to go straight back to Japan. She, oh yeah, she, she, was, she, ready she to, was like, <laughs> was ready to go. She was like, "I'm uh, done. <laughs> out of here. I'm not invested in this. You're oh, is not good enough to get me to have brother and sisters are. This is personal. This is family. And she also had, but even when she said that, she didn't sound confident. When Kentaro presses her, "What you just gonna leave?" And she's like, "I'm gonna go back. I got stuff to do. I'm, I'm leaving." Like. <laughs> She really has no, she, because her spot was blown up, I don't think she really has a place to go. Like, But like, I feel like going back home would have been the smart move because then you could have, because they're expecting you to continue to go and solve the mystery. Yeah. And I'm gonna be super honest. You took me to a whole nother country. I was attacked by some random Titan thing. My leg got, I was almost, almost died of hypothermia. Um, we're not even together. I barely like you. I don't like your sister. What am I doing no, here? I think she does. I think she does. I think, I think, <laughs> I think her, they're growing on each other. <laughs> but I, I'm, I don't blame. Her. Like I'm surprised she's not fighting Kentaro. That's his name. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. she's not fighting him every episode. Like I just feel like I'd be ready to square up every. Like you brought me here. I almost and died. That's because of you. <laughs> I'm not coming, yo. I Nobody died. told you to go, man. You ran away. Yeah, Why did you bring this up to my doorstep? Yeah. I am not your strongest soldier. Yeah. And Kate, she's finally recognizing she needs others because she's the one trying to hold May. Like, mm, uh, you probably have a backup, don't you? We we need you. Uh, you can't leave. And she's finally sometimes getting some sense about her where she sees that others may be able to fill in where she's kind of lacking, but she's still kind of, for a science teacher, seems kind of dumb. Um, Everyone was so dumb in this whole, in that whole section. Everyone was so stupid. I was just like, the whole time watching it, I was just like, these babies are not spies. They're no. not secret agents. They're, they're doing bad. Yeah. It's part of, they were singing and stuff. Yeah, that was, I, I had my notes. I was like, all that noise, doing yeah, Japanese they, commercials? Like, come on. Yeah, they picked the weirdest oh, moments to try and bond and have a sort of two bonding moments. <laughs> Singing and stuff. I was like, hold on. Like, I'm like, okay, fine. First, he grabbed the snacks out the machine. You didn't grab, like, cookies or, like, yeah. a brownie yeah. or something. Or, like, a Twinkie. Those last forever. You grabbed chips. Did you Are those Lay's chips come- radioactive? Like, I don't know. It, it might have been like some radioactive funions or something. Real because cool. like the bag is crinkly, that makes noise. The yeah. things crack in your mouth, that makes noise. Guitar yeah. was laying me out. He was laying me out. Like it just, it just carried on. It just like ain't nothing happening. It's just like yeah. you know, just walking out, eating. It's like it's his turn to be Kate. He's now on Kate's turn. Yeah, it's his turn to treat. It's his turn to be treated like Kate treated. Like he treated Kate. Yeah. <laughs> Just singing. Oh my god. Yeah, Monarch, Monarch gets there and tries to squeeze Shaw after letting the kids go, and he confirms that the kids indeed don't know a damn thing, and he made sure of that. So he's not sure what y'all playing at. Then we go uh, to San Fran, and but we we skipped over the part where they get to Oakland and have that weird bunker marketing. Boy, like that—that that ain't gonna work. 
Oh, you talking about when they go to the airport? Yeah. In, oh, in yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. My my ears perked up. And he was like, she was like, the tech bros, the only ones that can afford it. Number yeah. one, it's not going to protect you from Godzilla if he comes stomping around. That's going to bust. I don't know how you test for strength of bunker versus a Godzilla stomp. That's a crazy test right there. Twenty uh, tons. Mom, <laughs> go ahead. I Andrea. have to say when they when they were talking about uh, when they were talking to Shaw, I thought it was a really just great shot when. You see him looking at the video that's supposed to be of his past self, but it's yeah. really his son. Agreed. And he lines up to them like standing in front of each other, and it's like yeah. it's his face plus his younger face. I just thought that was a really great shot. I, I agree. Like, oh, I, agree. I like it. I like it. Yeah, that was cool. And then she comes in. Uh, Deputy Director Verdugo says uh, basically, Kentaro had this video. We'd never seen it before uh, from the files. I guess she was trying to hint that maybe they know more than they do, and he's like, no. Nah. They don't know nothing. You ain't got nothing to press them for, and you can't press me for information either. Uh, but then they get back to Cali, and we, I guess mom's got a new boo, question mark, shows up to pick them up from the airport. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, that's James. <laughs> <laughs> it's her mother's co-worker. I thought her it was... Her work friend. Yeah, work I friend. I thought it was Kate's boyfriend when he first showed up. And I, was, I like, was thinking that, too. You know what yeah. Like, no, yeah, Kate's ex-boyfriend, because she did not seem happy to see him. Right. Not at all. I was like, what's going on? And let's just be super honest. You all were supposed to fit in that front seat, dude. Like, you all were supposed to fit in that front seat. Why? Like, did the rules go out and With all the the stuff they carried. Can you imagine? Just this tiny window in the back. Someone's back there just... Peeking through, yeah. Yeah. So James takes them back to FEMA housing and they have to go to a quarantine zone. And this is one of the big ones where I felt like this was a callback to the 2014 Godzilla film because the dad whose wife died and the whenever the MUTO whatever it was that was in the atomic plant blows up the plant. Remember his house, his old house in Japan in Jinjura was in a quarantine zone that they he got arrested for going back to try and get his his uh, discs from his computer when the son who was in the Navy got called by the embassy to go get him out of lockup. And here they are. Uh, we find out that they're going to do the same thing. Uh, and I knew mom had an idea of, you know, of what was going on but couldn't confirm. And that's why she sent Kate. Um, but we get some more... That was a rough scene. That, that, was rough. Yeah, that whole scene was just... <laughs> She yelled at him. I was like, oh, she's looking at Kentaro like that's Hiroshi. I'm like, mm. yeah, it's, it's messy. It was so rough because, like, one, the mom's so excited to see, oh, you made friends. And she's like, no, this is uh, his last name, Rhonda. Right. Oh, yeah, that was crazy how Kate said that. But, like, this is Kentaro Rhonda. Like, what? And it's like, yeah. it was everything the mom feared getting answered oh, in one moment. But it was like, this shows the difference in the marriages between the families because Ken's mom still like loved her father loved his father like even after he found out she didn't really treat Kate any differently she was like treating her like her own daughter yeah. and Kate's mom's like don't touch it <laughs> Girl. Like, like very much like um if he comes back we will not be getting back together <laughs> that's what Kate's mom gives me that yeah, you got of. some explaining to do uh, but basically, her sending Kate off was her way of helping her kind of grieve because it sounds like Kate had gone into some crazy state where she was just folding in on herself and wasn't wanting to deal with life and wasting away. So she's like, look, let me give you something to do. 
and I need some answers on top of that. Go see what's up with your daddy because we think he died and go settle his affairs out there. And by the way, tell me what you find. <laughs> that kind of thing. But I'm not going myself. I'm so um, mad at her for that. Like, <laughs> in a rough spot. That was nice. And then you sent her to possibly answer. Like, I'm more trauma. I'm sorry. Yes, that was thank you. Like, literally, her going to Japan was like trauma, more trauma. Like, her having to like go through that bunker or having to wait out in like that subway station and like her dealing with PTSD. I was like, that's messed up, mom. She just mom said, down. You don't have enough. You just, <laughs> you don't have enough struggles. It's like episode trauma. Because, like, episode one, we think Kate is this very strong, well put together, like, uh, type A girl, whatever, the way that she's handling everything. In this episode, we find out that she was literally wasting away in her bedroom. And like the only reason she was in Japan is because her mom was like, I need you to do this. And it's like, oh no, this girl is barely holding together by a thread. She is nowhere near as strong as episode one and two made us think that she is. And then you find like her brother and my, and Maya, May, May. yeah, May. I May, 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 May. Um, <clears throat> finding out that oh this girl was like like a bit sore two days ago before she came to Japan and now like she's doing all these things like oh she was not holding it together at all <laughs> no wonder she is the way that she is and she's dumb and she don't believe fat meets greasy because she keeps like you almost get killed by the titan in Alaska your mom tells you it's a quarantine zone. Some people get shot. She's like, oh, great. That means people are getting in. We can go in with them. Like, did you not? You skipped over the whole getting shot, man? <laughs> so like, you can, you don't get to be mad. At, I mean, well, yeah, you do get to be mad at her for, like, making her, for, for her making you do that. But you don't do, you don't get revenge by putting yourself in danger. Yeah. Like, how does you dying prove anything to your mother? Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if y'all saw, uh, Godzilla minus one yet? No. no. Oh, I did. Oh, have not. A great film. Mm. She could be. She. Could, I'm not gonna spoil anything. But based on what we know now about her and, and how she was feeling prior to all this, she 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 could be cool with dying. She she could be cool with just like you know I don't you know I could go. I don't care no more. I don't care about life. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I like how you I like how you slid that in there, Jocelyn. Yeah. Good good parallel draw there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then we get to moms uh, basically bribing <laughs> their way in to send them in because they uh retrieve mementos and familiar like heirlooms or whatever things they left behind in the aftermath. So that's her way in. They bribe that's probably their making way. money, right? Yeah, I think they are probably that's making crazy. money. Crazy. I was like, this is yeah. a wild world we live in. Uh and as we already kind of previously hinted at, they almost get caught. Kentaro's uh, singing Japanese uh, commercial songs and eating snacks. Uh, and then as they sing, they walk right into a patrol and almost good, good luck there were squatters in the, in the tunnels that kind of took the fall for them and gave them a way out. Uh, and then we have Kate with another PTSD panic attack. Uh, Kentaro luckily finds a way out and um, May walks her through her panic attack enough for her to get up and keep moving. Uh, they eventually find the office, and I like this scene when they find the office because I feel like the roles of Kate and Kintaro were switched mm-hmm. um, on the opposite ends because when they go into Hiroshi's Japanese, uh, the, the office in Japan, Kate's the one that finds the safe behind the map. 
Kentaro mm-hmm. thinks the same thing is going to happen here, so he immediately tears down the map in the office in San Francisco. It's not there, but he's the one that kind of figures out the layout of the office and the, the light coming through, and it pinpoints the and they find the pattern of, of where Hiroshi's been traveling based on if the map were still up on the wall. So I was thinking that was kind of cool that there were like Kentaro was the one that got the clue this time. Yeah, and, and, they didn't have phones, right? They what? They didn't have phones anymore at this point, right? Like cell phones? No, they still they remember they got phones from uh Monarch. Okay. What do you I don't know if they took them with you? What are you them. thinking, Joss? <laughs> what are you they, thinking? Because be Yeah, yeah. Well my my thought process was like, all right, he ripped off the map off the wall and that frustrated me because I was like, why don't you take a picture first of all the pins he had up on the map? Maybe that's important. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then he, he ripped it all off with all the pins. I was like, why would you do this? All right. And then, all right, he he did what he was doing, and that was cool, you know, with the lights and stuff on the map. And I was like, that's great. Let's take a picture. No one took any pictures. No, he did not. <laughs> there was no, there was no documentation. <laughs> I mean, they forgot <laughs> about that because, you know, they had to go. It was in the one in Japan. And, it, and Rod, you're right. Like, in in Japan, you needed more like logical, like like a logical brain to figure out the code, the password for the safe. Yeah. Which was the daughter because she was a science teacher. She like asked her father all this science stuff, and then the one in San Francisco, you needed art to figure it out. And it went back to his first art show, and so it was very interesting that he used the strengths of his two of his his kids in the opposite city they lived in. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. It's still he's not absolved. I absolve him. I absolve him only because history dictated there should have been a safe behind there. So, like, I understand if it was like the first one they ever went into, then yes, no, you don't just rip the map off. But because in the other one, it was the safe was behind another map, and that map that map didn't mean anything. I can understand him thinking this map didn't mean anything. Fair enough. Like it's you know, I don't I don't fault him for ripping. I half absolve him. I'll half absolve him. Yeah. How did y'all how did y'all feel about the flashback showing Kate? I have a a lot of I have a lot of thoughts on this. Kate, I like you up to that point. (laughs) It's very interesting that Kate is like so there were two things happening. It was very interesting that Kate um, when Kate is like mad at her brother, he like, I'm gonna go find a way out. I like the parallel between she sees her father in Kentaro in that moment and she starts yeah, so, screaming dad dad yeah, he says he says you're gonna be okay which is, which, is going exactly back to that what memory. the dad says exactly dad dad so anyway that happened but it's funny that like we go back to the flashback and she's like cheating on her girlfriend with somebody else I'm like somebody's just like their daddy yep. I was like I'm like oh, hereditary hereditary <laughs> <laughs> so I was like impressive so like these like for a show because I, I know I haven't been here for a while, but it's like this show um, doesn't give me enough Titans. I wish there were a little bit more, but at the end of the day, I feel like they are there are more relate like the characters are relatable at least at least with um, Kate's back Kate's story. I'm very much interested in like her and then also just the dynamics between the characters. So they kind of work. And we didn't that get any. We didn't get any fifties flashbacks this episode. No, yeah. yeah. You don't like those? I don't. 
I mean, that, that's where <laughs> you have gotten more. You get when we got more tight. Yeah, probably. yeah, we got we got God. We got Godzilla getting um, getting fed a nu- nuclear snack that one episode. Um, but you know, that was light work. That was that was light work. Well, I feel like this. So I feel like for the show. It's not tight and focused. Like it is, but it's more of like the history of what is the big mystery of Monarch? Like the history of that. What is the big mystery of that? And then also, where's her father? I feel like that's sort of premise. Yeah. Titans are like the subplot to it. So only because it's a mo- like we still have a couple more episodes because I was expecting Titans every single episode as well. And then I was like, oh wait, this is more of a like. So Let's sit down and learn together, everyone, about the history and the craft of Monarch. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I guess, like, I had to change my brain to think that way, because at first I was like, hold up, don't let this be like the movie. Where's Godzilla? Don't give us two, a two-hour-long movie and only 14 minutes of Godzilla. What are we doing? <laughs> it's very much a he you down. Yeah. So, I will say, Kate, I understand why she has PTSD, but going back well, to the all that about her father... At least, at least, it's really interesting that I feel like Ken's mom had no idea, was completely blindsided whatsoever, because like, they had a, the whole, like, reverence thing for him on the, like, mantle place. Yeah, the shrine, then, like, the shrine in the house. Yeah, and then, like, Kate's mom is sort of just like, why do you think I sent you to Japan? And so I feel like Kate, with the people she was dating, I feel like the girl that she woke up in bed with was probably, like, Ken's mom, like... Oh, I'm just happy to be here. And then the one at the school who's like sort of pushing their relationship was like, didn't you learn from last time? Is like more like Kate's mom. Like you're wanting to see something that's like you you know that there's something wrong, but you yeah. just won't you're you think if we move in together it's gonna get fixed. And it's not. Yeah. It's interesting dynamic. They they flip briefly back to uh, Verdugo, and you see her trying to play nice with Shaw this time. They eating good. She took the little handcuffs off of them, trying to pump for information. But that was real brief, and then we go right back to uh, the kids in San Fran. And now they, they... Was it just me, or did they get back really easily? Like, all this drama they kind of went through to kind of sneak in, and then the next yeah. morning it seemed really easy for them to yeah, they, I, I was Mom's so- waiting there by the, by the truck, yeah. and they just get in, there's no more... Security was real lax during the day. So apparently really it's most it must be at night. I kept thinking that like, I don't know, it must have took him at, le- at least three hours just to even get to his office, like through the night. And so I was like, they had to dodge all that security. So like how, I mean, I understand if it, it's not important to the plot to show how they got back fine. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> but I was just, it, I was like, how, how, no. <laughs> Had they gotten caught, it would have made this. It would have. I feel like that would have made this a little more interesting. Like we kind of get diverted from our path. That, yeah. You know, they get diverted from that mission. That would have kind of. That would actually created a nice conflict. But no, they made a way very easy. We got back to. I the just band. thought it was because it was daytime, so they could see better. They were doing I, the light. One could also argue they, they they lessened controls because it was daytime. Because like, it, I guess you won't expect people to like. Like you, you have to move slowly because one, you can't see where you're going at night. You're using the flashlights, and you're like, "Let me go ahead and see if like if the patrols are there." But like in the daytime, it's like, "Oh look, they're two blocks that way. Let's go this way." <laughs> like, yeah. Good I evening, Hash. Daytime and they could see. <laughs> yeah, I also felt like I was getting frustrated during that 
scene when they're sneaking through the city at night too because some at some point i would cut my flashlights off because it's also letting people know directly where you are like oh look there's a light let's follow it pinpoint moving oh, around right. in the dark, just sit still good. cut the light off real quick i was just so confused i was like why is everyone so stupid like why why are we being so thank god for a bag of chips and some cats <laughs> yeah so i feel like ken was trying to be her brother in this scene and he, he, really a, was. So I, he was i feel like he was just doing that he was doing more things to seem more to like be a fun friend for her uh, like an actual little brother to her only because like he actually heard what her mom said and mm-hmm. like you saw you because you saw how much that affected him hearing how bad she was mm-hmm. and she was like well i saw all my kids die on a on a bus and i like you didn't see you didn't see what i went through and so i guess he's like actually seeing her like oh my god you're a real person you watch people die in front of you like yeah we have drills in japan but like you did it like yeah. you actually dealt with it and he's like okay let me not be an a-hole to her right now let me actually just be her little brother because i'm thinking she's older i'm assuming she's older his response um, is, is very much he's giving like i'm trying to make you feel a little bit better because of it, younger brother brother but- yeah. Well, you want some chips in a song? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was dumb. <laughs> I feel like it's he was stupid. trying to be her little brother in this scene because it's just like you're hurting, honey. I, let me give you a hug. And but it's also the first time that he sees the actual physical evidence that something truly happened. Because remember, some people yeah. in Japan it's think it's a hoax. Yeah, that they did with CGI. World. So when he looks at the aftermath, he's like, <clears throat> "How can anyone see this and think that this mm-hmm. was a hoax?" Uh, and we see that Kate also, in addition to the horror of what she saw witnessing Godzilla, I think she has a lot of uh, survivor's guilt mm-hmm. since she's left. She feels like she abandoned the kids that fell off the bridge. Uh, and we watch, like I said, uh, we watched Godzilla this past weekend again to kind of refresh our memories. Can we confirm was her bus driver black? Because the brother in the Godzilla film seemed like the first bus that took off <laughs> before Godzilla came across the bridge. That was the only bus I think that made it. And it was because the brother was like, mm, we ain't stopping for this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the gas and burn. <laughs> he hauled ass off across the bridge Get and got through. And I was like, mm, maybe if Kate's bus driver would have been different, uh, they might have survived. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, we ain't got time for that. Why are we going to stop and stare at the thing trying to kill us? Go, go, it's yeah. Godzilla, go, y'all. go. We run in. <laughs> We running. Yeah, they I stopped mean, and said that the tanks came up on the bridge and started shooting at Godzilla and Brother Man was like, mm, no, nah, we're not doing this. <laughs> I have to say, it made it like even worse to like know she goes to school that day and it's like, oh, where's all the kids? Like, oh, our parents were afraid of what was going on. And some kids like, oh, it's a hoax. She's like, yeah, it's definitely a hoax. But she yeah, was she like, was monitoring this like very closely. And like, she got on the bus, she didn't have to. She went with them. And did any kids get off the bus with her or did only she get off? I can't remember from a the couple, first A few of them got off with her. Um, I would have gotten off. The moment I, I was saw that thing come up, I would have gotten off and started running back towards land. Because that's the one thing about being on a bridge. If there is something that's going to attack the bridge and there's too many cars for me to drive, we're just running. We're yeah. running. Like, no waiting. No, let's see what happens. Nah, y'all can get the bus later. Run. Knees to chest, people. Knees to chest. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I also thought it was funny that the part you just mentioned, Andrea, where the kid and they have their phones in the classroom and he says, yeah, my dad says it's a hoax to stop the real estate balloon. And then uh, Kate immediately is like, yeah, 
I think your dad might be right, Chad. We can't always believe what's on the internet. And then immediately after she says that, another teacher walks in and like, this is not a drill. Make sure they have their family reunion drills and information right. Uh, it's going down. I was like, oh. As soon as you make that statement, it's like, no, this is not a hoax, but it's not a drill. It might be going down. And you see her getting scared for the first time, like, oh. And then it's sort of like sad, but like, I almost felt bad for the other teacher who was just like, you could stay with me. And she's like, no, I'm going to go with the kids. <laughs> like knowing this is a chance you may never actually see her again, or you don't know if you're going to see her again because you're evacuating you're going to the BART station. Like, these things are huge. They're destroying land. And she chose to not stay with you. It's like, oh, you really are your father's daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, someone needed you. And just like your father left you. you well, left she even me. said something to her. Like, we were good together. You just don't like me. Like I was like, damn. Self-sabotage. And so that means, like, where did all of this come from? If you thought your parents were happy before then, where did all of this come from? Who, who hurt knew, you? She knew something Already. Was I mean, her dad constantly leaving. Go on trips. Going on the Rolling Stones for real. Neglect. Daughter was a Rolling Stone. I... And the, the, the end of this episode was, was the most disappointing to me, mainly because May, May snitches. Like... <laughs> She, she lets them have the little moment. She talks to Kentaro. She's coaching him on what to do on the phone because he's going to call his moms. And he's like, you know, keep it vague. Keep it brief and nondescript. And then she immediately goes around the corner and is like, what I got to do to go home? I'm ready. <laughs> she said, I'm tired. I'm tired. You know what's really funny? I wanted to make a joke and say that she was a magical Negro earlier. Oh. But she's in fact not. You know, <laughs> she, I, she chose she herself. I am going to go on record. I could be very wrong or I could be very right. But let it be said at this time on this day on this podcast, I think May is going to try and play Monarch. I feel like she or oh, this what? I feel like in a like we're not gonna see her tell Kate and Ken that she's like working with Monarch on the side. I feel like it's all going to come to a head mm-hmm. and there's going to be like a flashback episode to her sitting Kate and Ken down and like, look, I'm 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 letting them think that I'm betraying them. And like, we're just going to have to play the parts. I feel I like she's too smart to trust them. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting because it, I feel like at this point it could go either way where she's either on Monarch's side only or she's, she's doing some double agent type stuff. Because at this point, I... You know, I feel like she really doesn't owe uh, Kentaro and uh, Kate anything. She doesn't. You know, so she she really could take it, take them or leave them. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't blame her. <laughs> like she's been through hell and high water with these folks for somebody who you know she was in a situation ship with. All right, and <laughs> they were in a situation. She should just leave. She should yeah, be like, nah, I'm not doing this. All right. Snitches okay. get stitches, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I think that. I think. I know, yeah. Don't <laughs> I, let her play you too. <laughs> she's not playing Don't me. Let her play I am assuming. I'm, I'm thinking the way plots go that she's not actually going to portray them. Yeah. That is going to seem like it to us, but it's not going to be to them. Because I feel like she may not owe them anything. 
but I feel like she's like, I'm not gonna let Monarch play you. Like, I'm not gonna betray you. I'm gonna play Monarch to get myself out of this. Very optimistic. I not, uh, Andrea, you weren't here for the initial discussions and Jordan, you weren't either. I was here for one. You for one, yeah. I think she's shady because of her past, whatever, her hacker. Yeah, she's a hacker. Her, her hacker, whatever her persona that she's been doing, and the mm-hmm. reason why she has the multiple passports, and mm-hmm. one, I think it's her sister's passport, which the agent from uh, Monarch caught on to, because she was, she said something like, that picture doesn't quite look like you, so I don't know what name to call you, when she was saying, she kind of bribed her, like, we could name the new Titan after you, because y'all discovered it, but I don't know which name to use, because you've got multiple names with multiple passports, so I, I think she chose, she's choosing team mate and i think she's trying to also protect That's her true. sister from getting involved which yeah. is why she threw her phone out the boat uh when they were coming over from korea i mean to korea from japan so i think she's her own agent i just think she's shady and that's why she's also so distrustful rightfully so in a lot of times though of everybody and anything well on that note because that is a very valid point on that note is she shady or is she just being a well, person is. who's looking out for herself? I mean, like, I feel like she didn't insert herself well, into this. Well, she tried to leave and they kept her. So it'd be different. I feel like it'd be shady if she was, if they were like, May, you can go home. She's like, oh no, I'm going to stay. And then she's trying to betray them. She was trying to leave and then they brought her into this. And I feel like she's, by by that stance, I still think she's not going to betray them. I still think that she's going to tell them. But okay. I'm just saying, I think, is it really shady or is it then she's just team A? I, I think she's already shady before being in that okay. situation. And now that, that she's so, put her in the situation, yeah. the screws are tightened up on her. Yeah. So, so is she shady? Because, so is she shady by default because of the nature of her being a hacker and her having like multiple passports? And I'm saying she. Is she, that what we're gonna say? I am a group. No, no, that's that. what y'all gonna say. I oh, am saying. I'm asking Rod. I'm asking, I'm asking Rod to verify that she is a shady person. But in this instance, she's not being shady because she's technically being shady by betraying them. Though we don't know that. We don't know what the next episode she's actually betraying. What do you them. mean? But. She, Just saying, how do I go home? Does not mean. I mean, but like she can literally. That implies she's gonna give Opening of episode five could literally be. So guys, I spoke to them. They said this is what we have to do to get home. And then it's not shady. So I'm just saying, in this instance, I'm not sure if she. I'm, I'm not saying she's not a shady person. I'm saying in this instance, I don't think she's being shady. Okay. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I mean. I feel like in either instance of her being shady or not, like, I guess it, it, it makes sense uh, for both of those scenarios where she would go around the corner to make that call and not make that call in front of them. In front of somebody, yeah. So we'll we'll see. I, I, I think it's interesting. My point still stands. I think it's interesting to keep it as, like, we really don't know where May's allegiance is going to land at yeah. the okay. end of the day. That's true. Yeah, I think I'm, just, I'm, I'm saying it's going to be her. Oh, she's definitely going to look out for her. Yeah. May going to do anything. Been looking out, look for her. out for her. She's going to be number one. I'm just saying I don't know who's going to like be number two. <laughs> I'm th- I'm hoping Kate and Ken would be number two. But oh what if it's a crazy reveal at the end where 
lo and behold, she's teamed up with the daddy the whole time somehow. <laughs> she knows Hiroshi. No, she's Hiroshi's no, apprentice. No, because if that happened, I, I couldn't. There's really much. There's almost that nothing that could do more. that could make me not team May because like she did not search out for Kim. Ken, she didn't like. Hey, oh, you have this random thing. Let me help you with this. Like this dude brought her in, and she consistently tried to walk away, and she kept being brought back in. So Maybe I. That is why I'm not calling her shady because she keeps trying to run, and then she keeps trying. Like she, she, she should just run because that's like why. Why do I want to keep going into dangerous situations? But. I have to say another point before we like go past this. When Kate was talking to her mother mm-hmm. and her mom resubmitted, I I was fine with having a part time husband and I allowed you to have a part time oh. dad and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Again, goes to show me that um, I was wrong, Rod. From episode one, I'm admitting <laughs> that she did know something. I'm like she knew something was up. She didn't know exactly, but she was yeah. fine with whatever it was. But now I need to know that Ken's mom know more. Except, again, the way that his mom acts, it doesn't scream, I had any idea. And I think that may be a cultural thing where she didn't know, but she may figure, uh, she old school, like man's going to do what a man's going to do. So I figured you was off doing something and that's just par for the course. So we just going to accept it. And why don't you have her come on in here and have some tea. Get your little sister over here. <laughs> and we just... And, and Kentaro's like, like, no, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Be mad, mom. <laughs> Be mad with me. And it's funny that both the kids want their moms to be angrier. They're like, come <laughs> that man out. Like, lay <laughs> him. I want both of you to see, be in a room with him and surprise, like surprise, and you get like a surprise black eye from both of them. You start him from all right. sides, getting it from all sides. That's all they I want. They gonna jump Hiroshi? Yeah. Yes. But we see that Kate's mom has someone waiting for her. Yeah, to be and, ready. And I will admit, I will admit, I will admit, I respect the fact of not dating before you're ready. Because like, if she's still, she's still very much hung up on her her husband. And now finding out that he's not dead after she thought she was, after she thought he was, it's like, okay, I, I don't want to hurt this guy. By being with him before I'm ready to be with him and like actually, you know, be with him. And now this monkey wrench. Like, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) Now, after knowing what we know now, now I'm kind of side eyeing the mom. I'm like, mom, you're just you're just a non-committal lady. You're just a (laughs) non-committal. She had no. She had no chance. No, her parents were like horrible in (laughs) relationships. They did not give her a good a good foundation. I'm like, you don't let that man go talk about something he's waiting for you to be. You're not going to be ready. You weren't ready when he was here. Barely. Not even. Kijan Smith, uh, did anyone think that Monarch had Hiroshi Randa when homie asked, what are we going to do with him? Uh, he's talking about Shaw. I don't know. I don't know. No, they don't. They, I didn't think that. I didn't think they had Hiroshi stashed away when they were looking like, what are we going to do with him? I think they kept Shaw mainly because he's a real threat and might have a thread that they could follow. Also, he's, he's an OG. Like, he's, like, super old. Yeah. Yeah. He's 90, and he looks that way, and they don't know why he looks that yeah, way. Yeah, we still haven't gotten an answer to how homie's looking like that, looking like he's 60-something in his 90s. <laughs> I think they didn't do enough job. And, and Tim, doing a, Tim doesn't do know. a good enough job on the prosthetics. Oh, girl got matched. Like, you better not tell me that it's in the files. And Tim's like, it 
って感じです。<笑><笑> I mean, well, I think that's what the uh, when you saw the like the northern lights popping out of Alaska out of the ground, I, I think that might be energy from the hollow earth that they see and 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 where where these titans are around. I think we're gonna see more of the lights coming out of the ground. That may be were, were those like kind of those were those also you know how Hiroshi kind of had those different points on the map. Um, would though I was wondering if that those pockets of light were those points, I think so. Okay, yeah, that's what I would assume. Like, so Either they're pockets of light or they they uh might be instances where they had incidents. Um, because you have the Jindra where the thing happened, there's one they found now in Africa, um, the Godzilla sighting, San Francisco, all those points are, I think where they were tracking the movements of the Titans.、Yeah. And they're attracted to the radiation from various nuclear plants and、uh, yeah, craters and emergency. Yeah, emergency. Yeah, yeah.、Mm-hmm. That, that's probably what it is. Where they had incidents, and they're keeping track. I, I still don't know if- how back in the '40s and '50s, like everybody just couldn't see this stuff popping out of land and water. No one, no one could, no one reported. So、on. the indigenous people all knew. But it was、that's、the westernized、true. people who are like, y'all don't know what y'all talking about. That's old wise tale. And that's like, no,、so、the dude's down the street. Like he big as a house. Like, do you not see that? And they're just、yeah. like, y'all, that's just an old wise tale. Y'all don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> Or a whole a whole ass navy ship disappears and just pops、right. up in the Philippines somewhere on land with no、like、water around. Like you, that's not strange. There must have been、suspicious. a huge tsunami that was not recorded. What? It just took the ship there. Crazy. So wonder, how's everybody feeling so far? Now that I think we're at the halfway point, I need to、show. watch all the episodes because I need to know what's going on. Yeah,、okay. I'm interested. I'm curious for whenever Hiroshi gets revealed. I wonder, just because,、um, what's what's the old man name? Shaw. Yeah. yeah, because he looks young but is old. I wonder if the Hiroshi reveal, if he's going to be like super young, you know, like maybe younger than we saw him. Uh, in in all the flashbacks,、um, like I'm curious if, if there's going to be some age regression with him as well. I wonder if Shaw met Hiroshi. He did. He said that was like a son to him in like、yeah. episode two. Because he's like, oh, you're you're Bill's boy or something like that. So wait, Shaw met Hiroshi? Yeah, he said that was like his. He was like that. He was like a son more like、him. a son to me. He said. Yeah. So he 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 knows him. Yeah. Because he knew he's Bill, Bill and Keiko. He didn't know about the daughter, right? Yeah, he didn't know about the daughter. He knew because he knew, of course, he was running around with Bill and Keiko, so he knew about Hiroshi. He did say, in fact, I didn't know Hiroshi had a daughter. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't know about Keiko. Yeah.、And、apparently, it's been between decades before he、um, tried to escape. So a lot of time has passed since he's been locked up. He's been locked up for at least multiple decades. Yeah, multiple, he, got, he got good at bocce ball. He, he just kicked back at the old folks' home and got good at games. 
This show is so good. I want to see the father alive. I bet they going to they leave not. It to the final episode. I hope they not. They bet not. I, I need to see him two episodes prior to the final episode. I need him begging. I need both Ken and Kate to be like. Wait, seven's the last one. No, it's ten. I think it's ten episodes. Ten. Oh. Jordan, what do you think about the show so far? Um. Uh, 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 I said it early, not enough Titans, but I understand the show's not supposed to be about them, but I could make an argument to say that, like, at times I find myself being bored with, with this. Uh, I don't know if it's, like, not enough, like, action or, like, intense stakes, um, but I feel like this, the, one of the saving factors of the show, like I mentioned earlier, is kind of the relationship, like the the realism of like the character. Some of the characters, some most of the characters, are very realistic, um, especially with Kate and how she's dealing with her trauma. And I think that was initially when I watched this, it was one of the things that like just kind of kept me interested was the idea of like looking at the trauma of like civilians and how they're experiencing the aftermath of like Godzilla because we don't ever really think about that um so that was very interesting but now I'm just like all right can we just see where this is going and I'm still trying to like and then it's also like with the time jumping aspect of like seeing like uh Lee and um uh what's the sign's name Mariah is it Mariah what's her her name Keiko 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 um there, I'm trying to figure out like where that's going, yeah. their relationship, um, and Monarch. Seems, I don't know. Monarch just seems useless. I'm, I'm really. <laughs> I agree. This is like a very dumb, shadowy organization. Like y'all not really. They seem more sure. corrupt now yeah. than they should be. I think okay. they evolved. Is what ends up happening because we see the the army actually given their initial funding um, and, and eventually they're just going to be this big waste when initially they were out there trying to do good and now they just become bloated and not doing much of anything. Like if we even look at Monarch from like um, Godzilla King of Monsters like they at least I mean we got a lot more of like what they were capable of like they clearly had uh, who's the, who they knew where um, King Ghidra was uh, and like they you know they were you know they had um that one character the scientist who made that device that could control them we just i don't know we had a lot going with that movie that was, that was, that was probably one of my favorite one of my favorite movies out of the franchise but what so about, i'm just here trying to get to okay. the end and see where hiroshi is what, so what about you jocelyn what do you think so far um i think that the drama is very interesting and funny um <laughs> i gotta laugh at it more too i guess jocelyn. I, gotta, I gotta look at it um just because some some parts of like how these characters interact like a part of it is realistic but then a part of it is also like not realistic and it'd be cracking me up (laughs) when it's not realistic um i definitely feel like we could of course do with like more titan presence of some kind in each episode but i'd like you said jordan that's not the entire point of this show um I, I like it. I like it. You know, like it feels really realistic, but also kind of just not. Um, I think it's a fun watch. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've enjoyed it so far. I do feel like at times the plot armor is strong with some of the characters because I know they're not going to do it, but it would be kind of refreshing if the dumbness bites somebody in the butt in a real way at some point. I agree with that. I see I like that. And then you see the aftermath of it maybe 
a kick in the butt to the other characters. Like, oh, mm. we can't move like this now that we have lost somebody right. real that was a part of this crew. And because they were being dumb, like, we can't do that no more. We're not dealing with, like, the Titans, not police. We can't skirt our way around this normal problem. It's not a normal-ass problem. It's a big-ass monster. Get you. Monarch don't seem to have a direction. Why is the deputy director? Uh, did I miss who is it? We don't know who's at the top because uh, we see during their kind of pseudo interrogation, uh, Shaw asked her, "What's how's it feel to be at the almost top? So we know there's people above her running things and he feels like they're wrong and moving in the wrong direction and doing things that are messed up. So we don't, yeah, she's not at the top. She's the deputy director, but there must be a director over her but we haven't been introduced to them yet so we'll see well I appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to chop it up with us and uh, the six or seven viewers uh, Monica, Kitchen Sank uh, Big Jarve and uh, Hash and I think we had a couple other lurkers that commented and popped in thank you guys for checking us out uh, we'll be back next week to talk episode six uh, I guess we'll get to see what happens. Yeah, six. Uh, we'll see what happens, and we will talk to you all next Monday. Appreciate it. Peace. Yeah.